Hi, this is Feed, Play, Love, the parenting podcast that you can fit in your pocket. Short, informative and interesting interviews about everything from toilet training to how emotion coaching works. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. The next interview is one of the diamonds from our archive. Enjoy. I was at a conference the other day when I heard a phrase that really struck me. It was that parents are made not born. I was at a breakfast held by the Parenting Research Centre, a not-for-profit national independent organisation that's focused on supporting and helping parents raise children. It seems like such an obvious statement, but one that I think many parents miss in their daily experiences. To explore this idea more, I'm joined by the Director of the Parenting Research Centre, Annette Michaud, and Amy Taylor-Cabaz, author of Happy Mama and life coach to many new mums. Hi, ladies. How are you? Very well, thank you. Annette, how important is this statement, parents are made, not born? Look, I think it's an incredibly important statement because it's really what the science is telling us and the evidence is telling us that parenting is actually a skill that you learn on the job. And when you think about that, that's a really powerful message that I don't think many parents here. And and indeed, a lot of the public perceptions of parenting is that it'll just come naturally and automatically. In fact, we just did a survey on that, and that is indeed the case. But in fact, it's the opposite. It's something is absolutely learnable. And Amy, with the new mums that you work with, do they expect themselves to know all the answers? I mean, I know I did. And I did too. And as a journalist and a producer, I thought that if I just read the right book, I would also be a great mum. And so many of the mummers that I speak with literally ask me, I, I don't know how to get in touch with my intuition. They think that the answer is inside them. And if they can't hear that, there's something wrong with them. And that is such a damaging idea for an overwhelmed new parent. It should be in there somewhere and it's not. Exactly. So, Annette, why do we have this perception that parents should innately know what to do? Well, I think it's a very strong public perception that's carried through in the media, um, through a lot of conversations. And I think it's something that even professionals in the area don't tell new parents When you go to the early childhood nurse for the first time, they don't kind of tell you, don't worry, this is a skill and you will develop it and learn it on the job. I I know I didn't get that message. No, and it's such a, like when you say that, I think, God, I wish someone had said that to me. Yeah. So I think it is that, that it's a really important message that we don't hear. And the other really important thing that's coming out of the science is that parenting is absolutely learnable no matter what your previous experience is. And if you have experienced disadvantage or you've experienced difficulties in your life that might set you back on the journey, there are ways that you can still develop the skills with the right help and support. So it's, it, is, it is a positive message. And the other issue is if we do have this perception that it'll just come naturally – It gets in the way of parents seeking help when they need it because they feel like there's something wrong and they're to blame and they should know what to do. And that's... There's a lot of shame in that, isn't there? There's a lot of shame and we don't want that to happen. We we absolutely want our mums and dads and carers to get the help they need when they need it because that's going to be much better for that baby or that young child. So what kind of help are we talking about? Are we talking about... um, 
I'm thinking of it in two ways. So in my time, I have done parenting courses. I've done the Triple P course for parenting. Um, I've learned that way. But then I've also learned from watching my sister parent or friends who I admire and how they parent and acknowledging because I had a sort of aha moment when my um, my second child came along. I don't, my daughter was two and a half by this point. It was two and a half long years of thinking I really did need to know the answer. Then I had my son and thought, well... I've really never done this before. Why should I know? I don't know why it took me that long. But at that point, that's when I started to think, well, I can learn from the people I admire. So how much is this learning process about seeking help through professionals and how much is it about acknowledging in ourselves I can learn and this is someone I want to learn from? Look, I think it's absolutely important that our whole um, system, and that includes uh, our neighbourhoods and our families and our friends, are available to to help us when we need it. And, And most of us will turn to families and friends in the first instance, and they're really important advisors and people who can help us build our skills. But sometimes we need professional help. So our GPs, our nurses, and indeed more intensive support For example, if we've got a child with a disability or behaviours that are really hard, we need to have this system around us where we can turn to people when we need it. But there's still a lot getting in the way of parents asking for help. And that's a real issue because if, if parents are taking care of themselves and seeking help when they need it, they're going to be better parents. And, and what we know about parenting, it's the most important thing about getting the child outcomes that we want. It's, it's the most important thing for raising healthy, contributing adults. And Amy, your mums, when they come to you, they are reaching out for help. What do you see as the tipping point for them in actually asking for help? Interestingly, most of the time they've finally decided to sign up for a program or or even just read my book, it's because they feel like they're not doing a good job as a parent. They're not doing it for themselves. Most of the women that come to me say, I just had to do something because I knew I was just screaming too much. I, I was taking it all out of my husband. I just wasn't being the parent I wanted to be. And when they looked at that, they realized they needed to start doing something for themselves first. But there's so much shame about being vulnerable. So many of the women I speak to don't want to say, I need some help. That is just the sentence they can't say. And quite often it's they can't even say it to their family, especially someone like a mother-in-law or someone who they feel like they've already been judged by. They'll just keep putting on a brave face, keep putting on a brave face. So often someone like me is easier because they don't know me and there's no shame there. So the professional help is sometimes a better option when you feel like you're being judged by the people around you already. You're listening to Kindling Conversation and I'm speaking with Annette Michaud, a director at the Parenting Research Centre, and Amy taylor author of Happy Mama and life coach to many new mums. We're talking about the statement, parents are made, not born, which resonates very strongly with me. Amy, when we're talking about this idea about parents being made, not born, I know your children are a range of ages now. Your eldest is nine. So you've had nine years already on this parenting path. How does the, I want to call it like, the learning journey feel to you from when you started with your little girl when she was first born? Profound. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Oh, I can hand on my heart say I'm a completely different person than I was nine years ago. And I think this is the beauty of parenting is that it actually is an opportunity for us to really grow, learn about our dark side, maybe some family history that we want to get rid of, some old things that we've pushed down underneath us. All of these things come up as we raise our children. Our buttons are pushed, you know, even with school-age children now, bullying, different things that come up in my children's lives trigger all of my stuff. So, It is a learning process, but I see it as a learning about myself. And the more I learn about myself through this, the better I can parent. I keep seeing that happening for the last nine years. Okay, my child is at a new stage. I have to learn the skills of that, you know, settling, sleeping, whatever it is, homework. That was a whole new thing I had to learn. But what is this bringing up for me and how do I want to parent through it? I noticed that you have have weekly emails if people subscribe and... You're very honest in those emails and you'll often say, I thought I'd learnt this lesson, but obviously I haven't. Do you see this process of learning to parent and grow as an opportunity? Do you see it with optimism? Because sometimes I imagine it can feel very hard. I do now. I do now, but that's taken nine years to get to that place. So, no, for a very long time, and that's even why I started on this journey, why I started a blog nine years ago, is that because I was struggling with those lessons that kept coming thick and fast and I kept having to relearn them. And now, as you said, I see it as an opportunity. It's it's. It's the greatest teacher of all, but if only I had known that I wasn't meant to have all the answers nine years ago, truly, it would have been a very different path. If only I had known that I wasn't failing. If only I had known that it wasn't just because I hadn't read the book or I hadn't asked the right person, I just needed to keep learning and growing through it, then yes, it would have been a different journey, but I wouldn't be who I am now. One of the things about learning is... um I always feel you really don't learn a lesson unless you make a mistake. Annette, we often as parents feel like we're making mistakes all the time. Like Amy said, she thought she was failing. I thought I was completely failing at parenting. Sometimes I still do. When we make mistakes, we feel them deeply because we care about our kids so much. But how much difference can it make if we're kinder to ourselves about those mistakes? Look, I think it's a really important point that... Being kinder to ourselves about mistakes is part of this learning process. I mean, there's some emerging evidence actually around self-compassion and actually being less hard on ourselves is actually going to really kind of improve how we parent. If we're not as hard on ourselves, we're going to let go of things a little bit more quickly. So it's a really... It's a really interesting area. The other thing is parenting is such a two-way street. What you learnt yesterday might not apply today because this little person is absolutely interacting with you in a dynamic way. It's not one way you parenting to a child. It's what you get back from the child and every child's different. So just because you learned something yesterday, it might not apply today. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of dynamism and learning. And the other thing I just say is we know from, from the research that building parents' confidence is actually incre- incredibly important in their ability to function well. So 
being okay about failure is actually a very important part of parenting, being able to let it go and move on and not be so hard on yourself. If you're really hard on yourself, you might not take risks, you might not be learning, and your confidence can get really undermined and affect your problem solving. So it's actually an essential ingredient, that, that ability to test out, adapt, and but let it go. Amy, I think that's a, one of the big lessons that you try to share with your mums and parents that come to you for help. Have you got any tips on how parents can embrace both the idea of always learning um, and always learning that it does involve mistakes and that's okay? The biggest turning point for me was realising that actually the greatest gift I can give my children and the greatest lesson I can teach them is that self-compassion by modelling it myself. I don't want my kids to grow up and beat themselves up over every little mistake they make. I don't want them to think that they're bad people when they just occasionally make a bad mistake. You know, I want them to have a beautiful sense of self. And if I want them to have that, I have to do it myself. So if I've made a mistake, I've you know, gotten overtired and yelled at my children or something has happened where the old Amy would really beat herself up and get in her head and say, oh, you're doing this all wrong. I now know that the greatest thing I can do after I've made that mistake is forgive myself and then talk to them about it. So for me, that is how self-compassion has become the greatest thing that I can give my children is if I can show them how to do it, then hopefully they will be kinder on themselves one day too. Ladies, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. That's Annette Michaud, a director of the Parenting Research Centre, and Amy Taylor-Kabaz, author of Happy Mama and Life Coach to Many New Mums. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.